you are listening to The Following Has Been Approved. My name is Jillian. My name is Jacqueline. And we're here, oof, her? we are her. here to talk about movie trailers. Movie trailers. Yep. Yeah, we have four. That's our new theme song. No. Yeah, movie trailers. <laughs> it's going to catch on. It is. It is. Um, but first, we actually watched movies this week, both of us. So yes, we did. I'm proud of us, and we have um, some reviews to talk about. So I think the first one, which I saw, was uh, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. And I know for a okay. fact that when we reviewed this trailer, I was on board. I was 100% yes, you were. on board. And I'm still on board for the um, writer. I don't know if it's Martin or the other McDonough, but I love both of them. <laughs> it is a bad okay. movie. And I will punch anyone who says otherwise. And it's not really? for the reason everyone says it is. Of course. So Does it write off its black characters? Absolutely. But does it mm-hmm. also not make any sense? Even more so. Really? Look, um, I think I was more offended as a Southerner. Not oh. because, like, oh, I agree that we are a more racist area of the world, of course. But um, we don't talk like Mark Twain. Um, we don't barter with people. We're humans. Also, we don't make fun of midgets. Like, stop stop doing that, McDonough Brothers. Like, town is played by, um, oh my god, what is Game of Thrones names? Oh, um, Peter Dinklage? Thank you. Anyways, he's played mm-hmm. by Peter Dinklage. He's supposed to be kind of a sad sap. And I just think it didn't make any sense. Like, so, there's a whole thing. He's going, the- on, he's going on a date with... Um, Frances McDormand, she's doing him a favor because he did her a favor. And, like, her ex-husband comes to dinner and his biggest insult was, like, you're sitting with a midget. I'm like, that's not how anyone talks anymore. Also, this, it's fucking Peter Dinklage. He's a beautiful man. I'm so upset about that. Okay, um, again, uh, Frances McDormand talks like Mark Twain. Like, she says stuff like, draw up them papers. And she just says the most antiquated things. That's not how people talk. Um, All right. Seems like you're quite fired up about this. I'm so upset about it, Jacqueline. In this movie, people can just burn down police stations. And (laughs) this is how, oh, this is how they try to figure out who did it, Jacqueline. Mildred, did you burn that that police station? Nah, she was with me. That's Peter Dinklage. This police station in the South doesn't have any cameras. Like, oh, we can't afford them in this. Oh, I hate this movie. I hate it. Doesn't make any sense. Um, it can burn in hell. All right, all right. Oh, also the black characters are shoehorned, and it makes no sense. What do you mean shoehorned? Um, like, they're only there for good things, like to get arrested by other cops and to oh. uh, say, you're doing a good job. We also hate police because we black. Like, oh, so I didn't stereotypes? Like it, oh, yeah, of course. And, all right. um, oh, man. And Woody Harrelson's character does something that I think is very selfish, and I think it was made to be noble. And um, I'm really upset about it. I won't spoil it in case you want to see it, though, so whatever. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, that's why I wanted to go into your movie. Yeah, you need a moment to calm down here. Talk about your good movie you saw. So I saw Ready Player One, and um, I have not read the book, but I greatly enjoyed it. I just, it was a very, very sweet movie about, you know, a group of friends kind of taking on the big corporation. You know, so like that whole innocence versus corruptness and, um, you know, I just, it, it was just enjoyable. I think like in this day and age, you're, you're, you get caught up in like the politics of things and it's like, 
this was just a good story for the sake of being a good story. And I really liked it. Um, and also friendship's the best thing ever. And, uh, I love those kids. So there it is. It is about friendship. Did you find the Mark Rylance character creepy? Which one's, who's Mark Rylance? He is the Halliday. Sorry. Halliday. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just feel like, look, I like the idea of the movie. I've read the book. I think his plan is faulty. (laughs) What if a baby found the keys, Jacqueline? What if a baby did? I find his character, his character was creepy, but I also, he was very sympathetic. I felt very bad for him. Well, he's very sad. Yeah. His whole thing is, I wasted my life, and also, girls don't like me. Right. Um, But yeah, so, but I just like the way that they all work together. I was like, look at this. It's like a group movie, you know. Was it culture image overload, or was it okay? Oh, so many. But like, not in, it wasn't horrible like the DeLorean was there from Back to the Future um they had a few other things um they had a Mortal Kombat reference at one point you know just like um a lot of imagery but it was kind of cool to see it at the same time um and the soundtrack was all like 80s pop rock type music which is always just fun so um it was was like a good night at the movies when I went yeah for sure that sounds nice yeah, I'm right? sorry I got so fired up about those billboards, That's but okay. I don't like it. But the last you movie come? I saw, I did like. Um, mm-hmm. I saw The Disaster Artist. Ooh. And it's, I mean, I know what James Franco did was bad, but we do need to talk about the sliding scale more. Like, he wasn't Harvey Weinstein, and I don't think that should have gotten that conversation out of the Sorry, that shouldn't have gotten the whole movie out of the Oscars conversation because I thought it was very clever. And I really liked it, and it was very, like, hopeful. And people said they can like it without watching The Room, and I think you should watch The Room. Like, Well, everyone, I mean, everyone should just watch The Room in general. Exactly. But, I mean, when they got ready for the football scene, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to do a fucking football scene. I love it. Wait. The one in the tuxedos? Um, what other, what other one? Like, yeah. they, they talk about the, oh my God, I gotta see the disaster. No, they don't talk Hold about on. it. I just like this, that he likes to throw footballs and look, there's no denying, James Franco is very good in that. Apparently he directed scenes, not, I think it was in character, but more in like voice character and his mm-hmm. voice is, his voice is perfect. Of course, little Franco is also perfect. Everyone He's is, Greg Sestero, right? Yes. And he's just, um sweet and also I just like that James Franco filled that every he filled every little part with like a comedian like Greg Sestero's mom for like two minutes is played by Megan Mullally all the guys from How Did This Get Made got bit parts and it was so sweet I just (laughs) and it was also at the end it's very hopeful it's like just fucking do what you love like look they're laughing who cares like you're giving people a good time although I will say one thing and you can uh oh no, no, it's not about the movie. It's about, like, Tommy Wiseau, who we like. Like, he's funny. Oh, yeah. It's great. He's an interesting guy. Eh, he's a little creepy. Yeah. Like, one of the things that was, like, at the end, like, no one still knows where he's from. That's fine. What his age is. That's fine. Or where he gets his money from. And that worries me. Yeah. No, he says it's from real estate? Or he... Did you ever see... He used to own a clothing store in California, and there was a commercial about, like, the jeans that he sells. 
Well, but I, I don't look, think that makes you millions of dollars. I bet they look horrible. And well, one of the parts That's of the fantastic. movie was like, he met Greg Sestero in San Francisco. He's like, come yeah. on, Greg, we go to uh, L.A. I have my apartment there. And Greg's like, you've had an apartment in L.A. this whole time? He's like, yeah. Like, but he wasn't like <laughs> renting it out. He's insane. I'm just worried about where he gets yeah. his money from. I just hope that he didn't murder people. Oh. Oh, it's for sure. He does something illegal. Like, okay, well, he has that, to. That'll make me enjoy it less because I really enjoyed that movie and it's all about following your dreams as strangers. How was Seth Rogen in that movie? Because I love him. Seth Rogen and Paul Shear just played people who were flabbergasted about what was happening and he was great <laughs> at it. Like, one of the funniest scenes was when Seth Rogen tries to cash a check. He's like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, this guy is a crazy person. And I really <laughs> loved it. That's awesome. So, see well, that and not three billboards. I hate that. Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I definitely want to see um, The Disaster Artist. I will get around to it soon. Oh, man. Our first movie is also about good things. This is the grill for you. I call it the Obama. Como te llamas? Miami, the pit bull. I call it the big black machine. <laughs> Lisa, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, my God. Do you smell gas? A little bit. Came out, but I was nervous. So Kevin Hart proposed to a lady, he sells grills, and then everything explodes. Ah, I got 13 degree burns on my ass. You're the best salesman I've ever seen. I can see you being a stockbroker like me. Can't you give me a job? I wish I could. My boss won't. Is that John Ralphio? Yes, yeah, John Ralphio. Ben Schwartz, Jacqueline. Whatever. So then he wants to become a stockbroker. So he's got to go back to school. Do whatever I want. You're in my house. Are you using a black voice? No, I don't hear color. All right, let's do some introductions. My name is Carrie. I'm here to make a little extra cash so that I can afford this warrant that I got. But that's none of y'all business. Welcome to night school. This book is kind of thick. I thought it'd be more like a leaflet. So he's got to go back to school with Tiffany Haddish as a teacher. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, we will. Great. Superb. Excellent. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll do this for like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I can watch that just back and forth. You're going to be a financial analyst? I am, and it starts immediately. I've been waiting on the Lord to bring me a pint-sized little man. But he's got to work at a chicken place? As a sign twirler. that test. I tenderize your ass. I rebuke you. Take this damn suit off. Are you trying to get your GED? Are you trying to get your GED? Yes. You can get out of my way, bitch. Suspicions were correct. Boom. You're clinically dumb. There is no cure for what you have. Oh my God. I got learning herpes. I got the gift that keep on giving. Boy. You did the black voice thing with him? It's not a black voice. Not a black voice. You don't remember when you was in that meeting, you was like, we gonna get it lit up in here. This meeting lit. It was very lit. I keep it 100. When have I ever not kept it 100? Mm. So, okay, but... What do you think that movie's about? Night, him going to night school to try and better himself. So why? So, so because but he, he must get fired or something. Well, then why even show us what his what his other job was? Why even show us that he used to sell grills? I don't need to know why he May, got fired. Maybe 
his girlfriend won't marry him until he gets a better job. And that's what it's about. Yeah, I get that too, but... Great. Okay, so I just... I get that the girlfriend probably won't love him unless he does this. Then he's going to fall in love with Tiffany Haddish, maybe. But it just seems, Oh, obviously. It seems really weird. I mean, Tiffany Haddish looks great in it, and she looks funny, but I don't know. It just doesn't... It doesn't look funny at all, right? It, it, it Yeah. It's, like, too over the top, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like her and Kevin Hart are going to try to, like, out over the top each other. Yes. Which is, I mean, it could be funny, but there's a 100% chance it won't be. Right, right. So, um, it doesn't make me want to see it. Nah. And I don't know if I want to see this next movie, because I feel like it's going to have torture in it. Old creepy house. See? It's a reason I'm worried about torture. It's scary. But Jack Black's in it. Hello. You're Lewis, I presume. Uh, kid comes to an old house with a lot of clocks. Things are quite different here. Oh, things move unexpectedly. This is giving me like lemony snicket vibes. Yes. Why is this kid here? Get out of here, kid! Oh, it looks magical though. Mm hmm. The house is a very old place. Kate Blanchett looks like a mean librarian. Isn't that what she always looks like, though? Basically. We don't know what it does, except something horrible. Scary doll. <laughs> so, you've told Lewis everything? Well, not everything. like Kate Blanchett and Jack Black together. How come no one's paired them together before? I know. Why did it take Eli Roth to do it? What a weird person. To He had to really see that. Have a look around. You're perfectly safe. That's safe? As long as it's fed. It's an Eli Roth movie. It looks like it might be a little suspenseful, scary, but it doesn't look... Terrifying. Nah, you know I mean? it looks whimsical as hell. Right? I like this. I thought I was going to be very afraid of it. And I'm no, still a little I'm, afraid of it. A little bit, but like I'm kind of into it at the same time. Like surprisingly so. Oh, yeah. I think that I think that could be nice. Oh, I'm excited right? about that. But I still am afraid of Eli Roth. I feel like he's going to still give kids Yeah, letters. there's going to be something weird in it at yeah. some point. Yeah. But... Uh, but I'll see that. I, I like that little monster person. Or I mean, not monster. Monster person sounds like I'm talking about Jack Black. I'm not. I love Jack Black. I'm, I like those little monsters, and I like the people in it. So I'm excited. Are you talking about the purple monster? The little tentacle the, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, ten, the tentacle yeah. one? Okay. It's not that little. <laughs> okay, you're right. It's pretty big. <laughs> um, this next movie has some big stars. Now, have any of you guys ever seen one of these bad things for real? He's holding up books. We burned almost every physical book in the country. So by the time you guys grow up, there won't be one book left. Burn it. So this is the new Fahrenheit 451. 
Oh yeah, and Michael P. Jordan's boss is Michael Shannon, the worst boss. You know he hates books. Firemen used to put out fires. That's a classic lie. Have you used your drops today? I want to know why we burn. We are not born equal. We must be made equal by the fire. That's insane. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, or sorry, Michael Shannon looks like he should have been wearing this leather jumpsuit his whole life. Right? It looks good. Before the men come back, do you want to know what's inside these books? Insanity. They're lying to you. So is this the, he's in the search for truth, I guess, Michael B. Jordan? But with no books, how can he do it? Also, with no books, does anyone know how to read? Like, serious question. I'm not like Betty. We have an important task for you. If anybody sees me, I'm dead. The danger is real and immediate. We need to get ahead of it. What if I tell these people what you do? Words are a terror, son, I know. There's a lot of fire in this movie. Knowledge is a dangerous thing. I think that's the whole plot of the movie, Jacqueline. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, there's fire directed towards everything. Houses, people, like, not just books. <laughs> yeah, hey, not just books. They seem to be lighting everything on fire. <laughs> that's not what I, I signed up I for. I just that. wanted to make you see books being burned. <laughs> um... That Have was, you ever read the book? No, I was going to say, this is one of those books that I always thought was not old-fashioned, but, like, it was going to be boring. And I include The Handmaid's mm-hmm. Tale with that. And I was like, there's okay. no way it's going to be, like, really a good... I just didn't think people in those times, like the 80s, could write a good dystopian novel. And I think I really should before I see this. Yeah. Well, it kind of, like, 1984 is one of my favorite books, and I haven't read Fahrenheit 451, but I'm definitely getting those same kind of, like, government control type vibes from it. Oh. So I'm like, oh. It's about I'm a like, government that wants people to burn books. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. we'll like it. And we should get on this, Jacqueline. It's pretty embarrassing okay. that we haven't read this. We should start a book club for our next podcast. Where we read um, all the books that Michael B. Jordan stars in the movie versions of. Yes, so we're going to start with Fahrenheit 451 if anyone would like to join us. And see if he does any, anything else. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go from there. No more books. We can't do anything else, though. Those are the only books we're reading. It's going to be a real small book club. Yeah, yeah. Very niche. But, oh yeah, we should mention this is an HBO movie. Yes. Which doesn't matter anymore. You'll probably see it anyways. It'll be on Netflix. Who yeah. knows? But I'm very It just won't excited. be able... What? I'm, sorry. I'm very excited about it. Oh, I am too. It looks fantastic and very action-y. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I want to see the two Michaels fight each other. Oh. I think that'll be great. That's what we've all been waiting for. Right? It's, it's what both of their careers have been building to. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Terry Gilli- Gilli- Gilliam's, Terry Gilliam's mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. has been building towards this last movie. Child with arms six miles long. She is in terrible danger. Don't move. Huh? Just lie still. Oh, I see the love light in your eyes. 
It's the man who killed Don Quixote. So is it in the time of the night? Can I read? Like you cannot read. I will sound the words, and you can look at the pictures. And Jonathan Price is Don Quixote. <laughs> and Adam Driver is a guy who doesn't wear his shirt turned up all the way, which is great for all of us. Yes. What we've been missing. Yeah. Um, this movie mm -hmm. is by Terry Gilliam, and he's mm -hmm. been trying to make it for 19 years. He's tried, what? he's tried eight times to make this over 19 years, which is why when this came out, I just saw a lot of people on film Twitter like, oh shit, is this the Don Quixote movie? And it is pretty impressive. I, I don't understand what's happening though. No, I don't know if it's an exact representation of the move, uh, the book Don Quixote, but uh, I don't think it is. I think it's like the Terry Gilliam version. So it's, version. A little, it's a little bit of yes, a little bit of no. Um, I don't know. I'm excited that Adam Driver's in it. I love Jonathan Price. Uh, it looks weird. I never read Don Quixote. I tried, but it's boring. So I don't know. We'll see. I, yeah. Um, I, I can't wait for a longer trailer because I, I really just was so lost on that. <laughs> okay, but it, I'm looking at the plot. I think... Okay, the man who kills Don Quixote tells the story of a deluded old man who is convinced he is Don Quixote, who mistakes Toby, an advertising executive, uh, for his trusty squire. The pair, uh, they jump between the 21st and magical 17th century. You know, like movies do. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, sure. Sure, yeah. Sure. Could have a lot of promise, could be a hot mess. Yeah. But if the guy's been waiting 19 years to make this, yeah, I mean, Man, I guess, I guess we got to give it a, a lot shot. Of people like Johnny Depp was attached to this. Miranda Roberts, there's just so many people. Oh, well, whew. I don't know. That's a creepy right. one. That's not going to go on my top one. I want to see. All right. So, what is your top one? Oh shit! Uh, Fahrenheit 451. Nice. Uh, then that clocky house walls. Mm-hmm. Then this one, and then night school. Oh my god, get out of my brain. <laughs> no, choose a different lineup, Jacqueline. Ah, but it's not fair, you go first. I know, that's true. And that is a good, that's a pretty solid lineup. I don't know how else you would change that. Right? I don't, the only thing that would change is if the man who killed Don Quixote came out with a different trailer, and it was just a little clearer what was happening. Yeah, or got like amazing reviews, it's like, no one knows what's happening, but it's beautiful. So... I don't yeah, know. We'll have but to see. until and yeah, until that time though, uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one definitely first. Yeah, then until that House time, with stick with book burning. <laughs> and that's how we'll leave it. If you want to burn yep. books, you can tweet us <laughs> at we approve it, or you can send us an email at the following has been approved at gmail .com or find us on Facebook, Facebook com slash the following has been approved. We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Cinema Geekly, Instagram, and Tumblr. Just type in We Approve It and you can find us. Have a good week. Bye.